0: hello everyone welcome back to the phoenix society i am your girl reigns joy your favorite metaphysical philosopher and hype girl i am here to teach you what you should have learned in school today we will begin the book psycho cybernetics by maxwell maltz okay and i just want to point out that the standard in the manifestation community is definitely neville Gardner. Um, but this is not a Neville goddard channel. This is just a channel that speaks on metaphysics, right? Different aspects, different views, and the hopes that by introducing you to different people saying the same thing but in different ways, one of those ways will click within you and help you finally get the point on how to start living your best life. So I just wanted to point that out. So Class is now in session, Chapter 1, Self-Image, Your Key to a Better Life. But most of these beliefs about ourselves have unconsciously been formed from our past experiences, our successes and failures, our humiliations, our triumphs, and the way other people have reacted to us, especially in early childhood. Once an idea or a belief about ourselves goes into this picture, it becomes true as far as we personally are concerned. We do not question its validity, but proceed to act upon it just as if it were true, okay? This self image becomes a golden key to living a better life because of two important discoveries. All your actions, feelings, behaviors, even your abilities are always consistent with this self image. In short, you will act like the sort of person you conceive yourself to be. Not only this, but you literally cannot act otherwise in spite of all your conscious efforts or willpower. The man who conceives himself to be a failure type person will find some way to fail in spite of all his good intentions or his willpower, even if opportunity is literally dumped in his lap. The person who conceives himself to be a victim of injustice, one who was meant to suffer, will invariably find circumstances to verify his opinion. Because of this objective proof, it very seldom occurs to a person that his trouble lies in his self-image or his own evaluation of himself. Two, the self-image can be changed numerous case histories have shown that one is never too young or too old to change his self-image and thereby start to live a new life if you are talking about positive thought i've tried that before and it just doesn't work for me however a little questioning invariably brings out that these individuals have employed positive thinking or attempted to employ it either on particular external circumstances or in some particular habit or character defect. I will be more calm and relaxed in the future. This business venture will turn out right for me, etc. But they never thought to change their thinking about the self that was to accomplish these things. Positive thinking cannot be used effectively as a patch or a crutch to the same old self image. In fact, it is literally impossible to really think positively about a particular situation as long as you hold a negative concept of yourself. There are young girls who are convinced that they are ugly merely because their mouth, nose, or bust measurement does not exactly match that of the currently reigning movie queen. You must find yourself acceptable to you. You must have a wholesome self-esteem. You must have a self that you can trust and believe in. You must have a self that you are not ashamed to be, and one that you can feel free to express creatively rather than hide or cover up. You feel free to be yourself and to express yourself. You function at your optimum. When it is an object of shame, you attempt to hide it rather than express it. Creative expression is blocked. You become hostile and hard to get along with. And to the degree that we inhibit our abilities, frustrate our God-given talents, and allow ourselves to suffer anxiety, fear, self-condemnation, and self-hate, we literally choke off the life force available to us and turn our backs on the gift which our creator has made to the degree that we deny the gift of life. We embrace death, right? This is within each one of us, a life instinct, which is forever working towards health, happiness, and all that makes for more life for the individual. The life instinct works for you through what I call the creative mechanism or when used correctly, the success mechanism built into each human being. Today, it is easy to lose sight of the fact that all electronic gadgets and computerized technology of any sort, from the Internet to cell phone technology or satellites bringing us hundreds of channels on television, were programmed and made functional, by human beings who formed a mental picture of something they thought was possible that made it happen. This creative mechanism within you is impersonal. It will work automatically and impersonally to achieve goals of success and happiness or unhappiness and failure, depending on the goals that you yourself set for it Present it with success goals and it functions as a success mechanism presented with negative goals, and it operates just as impersonally and just as faithfully as a failure mechanism. The brain and nervous system are continually leading us in the direction of images we think about consciously or images that are so much a part of us that we are led toward them on autopilot. The alcoholic or drug addict has goals just as much as the entrepreneur, politician, professional athlete, or mother-to-be. With this in mind, we can become aware of what's under the hood and whether or not we want the goals we're unconsciously moving toward or the ones that we consciously choose and work toward. Like any other servo mechanism, it must have a clear-cut goal, objective, or problem to work on. The goals that our creative mechanism seeks to achieve are mental images or mental pictures, which we create by the use of imagination. Like any other servo mechanism, our creative mechanism works on information and data we feed into it. Through our attitudes and interpretations of situations, we describe the problem to be worked on. If we feed information and data into our creative mechanism to the effect that we ourselves are unworthy, inferior, undeserving, incapable, in other words, a negative self-image, This data is processed and acted on as is any other data in giving us the answer in the form of objective experience. Your program for getting more living out of life consists in, first of all, learning something about this creative mechanism or automatic guidance system within you and how to use it as a success mechanism rather than a failure mechanism. The method itself consists in learning practicing, and experiencing new habits of thinking, imagining, remembering, and acting in order to develop an adequate and realistic self-image and use your creative mechanism to bring success and happiness in achieving particular goals. The method to be used consists of creative mental picturing, creatively experiencing through your imagination and the formation of new automatic reaction patterns by acting out and acting as if. Dr. Mox's words, if you can remember, worry, or tie your shoe are key to understanding how easy it is to get results using psycho provided you allow yourself to believe that even a seemingly small victory Learning to tie your shoe or write your name for the first time is all you need to reverse the course of negativity in your life. In order to direct your servo mechanism towards success instead of failure, all you need is one experience that made you feel good about yourself. Remembering and then using that modest accomplishment will be instrumental in improving your self image. So essentially, since our childhood, we are operating on beliefs and assumptions that have been told to us from people we trusted or whose opinion we valued, never once considering to even question if any of those assumptions made by others were true about us, right? You based your whole identity on things you were told as a child, right? Isn't it um, interesting how we never even consider questioning its validity? Like, we never even sit and wonder, hey, am I actually bad at math or am I just bad at math because they told me I was bad at math. Like, we don't question it. We just assume these people know what they're talking about and we fall in line with it, not knowing that that is creating the blueprint that our life will follow. You know what I mean? Like, wow, mind blowing, right? And And if you... And if you are someone who is starting to become conscious or is conscious and you try to tell people that, you know, the 3D isn't real or if you believe this way and if you persist in it, you know, they'll be like, um, "It's I believe in facts and what I see in front of me and what I see in front of me. That's how I know it's true. Not realizing or not comprehending that it's true because they said it was true. And unless they change their thoughts to prove it one way or the other, they can't really say you're wrong, right? (laughs) I don't think people really realize that it's true because you believe it's true, which um, agrees with what I'm saying. But since you won't change your thoughts to prove me wrong, you can't really say if it's true or not, you know. Um, But it's an amazing thing to learn that we can change all those negative opinions we have of ourselves because the world reflects back to us what we believe and assume about ourselves, right? Just like Neville Goddard says, using your imagination is the key to changing your world. So you can see the similarities in both authors. They just, he goes about saying it in a more clinical manner, I would say, which is no, no, no issues with that. So in other words, you should find the person that you want to be and don't base who you want to be on comparison to others you know what i mean really sit down and figure out who you want to be because in your reality you can be anything you want to be and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks it only matters when you think about you so you need to really figure out what it is that you want right just like never goddard you have to know exactly what you want in order to give yourself, or or to give your, as he calls it, creative mechanism, a direction to go, and we want to shoot our, we want to use our mechanism for our good, not our bad, right? So we want to start thinking thoughts, seeing images, that fall in line with who the life we want, right? Okay, so chapter two: discovering the mechanism within you. Man, on the other hand, has something animals don't, creative imagination. Thus man of all creatures is more than a creature. He is also a creator. With his imagination, he can formulate a variety of goals. Man alone can direct his success mechanism by the use of imagination or imaging ability. In much the same way, when we set out to find a new idea or the answer to a problem, We must assume that the answer exists already somewhere and set out to find it. Get a new mental picture of yourself. The unhappy failure type personality cannot develop a new self-image by pure willpower or by arbitrarily deciding to. There must be some ground, some justification, some reason for deciding that the old picture of the self is an error and that a new picture is appropriate. You cannot merely imagine a new self-image unless you feel that it is based on truth. Experience has shown that when a person does change his self image, he has the feeling that for one reason or another, he sees or realizes the truth about himself. The truth in this chapter can set you free of an old and adequate self image. If you read it often, think intently about the implications and hammer home its truths to yourself. In other words, as I told you last week, constantly remind yourself that consciousness is the one and only reality, right? Your built-in success mechanism must have a goal or target. This goal or target must be conceived of as already in existence now, either in actual or potential form. It operates by either steering you to the goal already in existence or discovering something already in existence. It is the function of the automatic mechanism to supply the means whereby when you supply the goal, Think in terms of the end result and the means whereby will often take care of themselves. So he is essentially saying, what never guarded saying, to live from the end, picture the end, don't worry about the how, it will take care of itself. The means by which your success mechanism works often takes care of themselves and do so effortlessly when you supply the goal to your brain. The precise action steps will come to you without stress, tension, or worry, and how you are going to accomplish the result you seek. Many people make the mistake of interfering with their success mechanism by demanding a how before a goal is clearly established. After you formed a mental image of the goal you seek to recreate, the how will come to you, not before. Remain calm and relaxed and the answers will arrive. Any attempt to force the ideas to come will not work, as Brian Tracy wrote, in all mental workings, effort defeats itself. Do not be afraid of making mistakes or of a temporary failure. All several mechanisms achieve goals by negative feedback or by going forward, making mistakes and immediately correcting course. So this is in line too. You have to practice, right? You, you, in order to start, you may not necessarily get it all right in the first instance, but the more you practice, the better you'll get at it, right? You have to stop looking at failure as a negative and more look at it as a learning lesson because there are no mistakes in life if you learn something from them, right? If you can take something away from it. Skill learning of any kind is accomplished by trial and error, mentally correcting aim after an error until a successful motion, movement or performance has been achieved. After that, further learning and continued success is accomplished by forgetting the past errors and remembering the successful response so that it can be in- Im- imitated. Right? Like the person who becomes really great at skateboarding. You probably failed and scraped your knees, but you wanted it so badly that you got back up on that skateboard and you continue practicing and practicing until you got good enough to compete and win some games right so this is the same situation when you are changing your new self image you're going to have to practice and practice and practice until it becomes a success right you must learn to trust your creative mechanism to do its work and not jam it by becoming too concerned or too anxious as to whether it will work or not or by attempting to force it by too much conscious effort okay so don't doubt yourself essentially don't doubt if it will work know it will work even if you have to literally tell yourself or affirm i know this work i know it is safe and secure for me me to believe in myself right um and you and by conscious effort don't manipulate the 3d don't try changing the 3d so if you're trying to get a boyfriend to call you or you know you're trying to Go from broken up to together. Don't manipulate the 3D by calling him or asking him or begging him or him or her. You know whatever your you, whatever floats your boat. You don't want to manipulate the 3D. All this must be done internally, not externally. Okay. You must not wait to act until you have proof. You must act as if it is there and it will come through. Do the thing and you will have the power," said Emerson. Right. So again, living in the end, feeling it real, right? Because remember, God gives you more of what you already have. That's why you have to work on experiencing it internally before it can pop out externally. Because remember, the only way you can fail is if it doesn't feel natural yet. The more you go into your 4D reality to experience that, which you would experience were it in your 3D space, the more natural it would become. And the more you'll get into the habit of living in your 4D reality, right? The more you get used to living in your 4D reality and reminding yourself often, as often as it takes, that consciousness is your one and all in reality, the easier it'll get and the more of a habit it will become for you to do that. Right. And you have to constantly remind yourself of these, of these things because it's new. If you don't constantly remind yourself it's easy to forget and then you fall back asleep whining and bemoaning the life you no longer want. And I also want you still want to want to, you know, remind you to be careful of who and what you are listening to, right? Because even some motivational videos that are supposed to hype you up, aren't that motivational once you think of it from the standpoint of limiting beliefs, because some of those motivational videos tell people, you know, life is hard. Life is, you know, you hit rock bottom. No, that it really, none of that has to be true. Your life does not have to be hard. Once you start telling yourself the opposite, right? You get to create the world that you want, right? And all you have to change is how you react. Because remember, a situation is not negative or positive until you give it that judgment, right? That's why you want to see everything going on in your 3D reality right now is working in your favor, as pushing you towards your desire, right? As being a bridge to your a bridge of incidents, leading you to where you want to go, right? Anything. I don't care what it is. You need to see it as getting you where you need to go. You know what I mean? Um, so your uh, lesson today you should use your imagination that's your (laughs) that's a lesson you learn here every day but um, actually start taking some time for yourself to actually put this in practice right actually set aside some moments once you decide what you want to do because remember you need to know what it is you want need to know what it is you want to experience. So if it's love, then think of a scene, even if you have to look at your favorite movie to give you an idea or read your favorite book, do that in order to get an idea of what you want to experience and repeat this over and over and over in your mind, right? Until it becomes a new memory. Because that's essentially what you're doing. You're going into your imagination to create new memories. Because remember, memories are illusions. Because they are based on your perceptions. Which change depending on what state you're in. Right? So if you're in a more I am chosen prioritize on worship mindset if someone misses a a good morning text it's not going to flip you out whereas if you are in the I am on you know the opposite of that you're not chosen you're not prioritized you're not adored etc etc you're going to take it and probably eternalize that something's wrong with you the person doesn't love you anymore etc etc so that's why memories are an illusion because those memories are based on your perception at the time depending on the state you were in Right. That's why you can change your past, because if you change the memory, that circumstance no longer actually happened that way. And therefore it, it like switches the, you know, neural pathways to the more positive direction, which affects your future and how you perceive things, giving you more positive result- outcomes, right? So the more you go into your imagination, whether it's through affirmations, visualizations, and like I said, if you affirm, cause I like to affirm because there to me, there's just some things you can do images but it's just some things to me that doesn't necessarily say i am married like us waking up in the bed together to me doesn't necessarily say i'm married it means you slept over or we're we're shacking up so i like to include affirmations with my visualizations and i like to start out visualizing uh, affirming and then visualizations automatically pop up you know i don't really uh try to uh pressure myself to get an imag- a visual but if you are automatically a visual person great and remember if you are a daydreamer start daydreaming from the first pers- person perspective because then that takes that from aimlessly daydreaming to actively imagining right when you're experiencing it yourself All right, guys, so your lesson today is to take some time to actually go into your imagination and experience what you want to experience, because whatever you experience in your imagination is yours forever. No one can take away what you experience within you, right? That's why people's opinions don't matter, because they're not in in charge of what you think. Only you are in charge of that. All right, so I wish you nothing but light, love and abundance, light, love and abundance is all I see for you and for me. I wish you nothing but the best. I will talk to you tomorrow. We will pick up where we left off on Psycho-Cybernetics. Rains joy out.